welcome back to Gen Z's Digital Decalogue. I'm your guest host, Kate Kovac. A little bit about our guest of honor today. Morgan Helfand is an innovator with LookUp and is the founder of Safe With We. Morgan and her sister Aiden are winners of the BlackRock and LookUp Women in Innovation Challenge. They were awarded this grant to create an online platform and community for teens to receive advice about mental health and social media on a peer older sibling and professional level. We will get into more of this today. Morgan is also a student representative for My Digital Tattoo, which teaches youth, parents, school administration, and officials about social media and the permanence of our online footprints. Morgan, I am so glad that you're here today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So we're just going to do some quick little rapid fire questions, and then we'll get into the actual conversation. So first and foremost, uh, cats or dogs? Dogs. Okay, nice. I'm allergic to cats, so I'm naturally a dog person. (laughs) Uh, Dog sleeping right outside the door right now. Oh my gosh, what kind of dog do you have? I have a golden retriever named Rosie. Oh, the best dog ever, (laughs) clearly. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Summer or winter? Summer. Nice. Me too. Would you rather swim in a pool full of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup? Definitely a pool full of Nutella. Okay. All right. Maple syrup might be a little sticky, right? Um, What's the last song that you listened to? Oh, um, I can look it up on my Spotify. I think I listened to Pink and White by Frank Ocean. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Cool. And then, okay, this is the last one. What word or emotion comes to your mind when you think of social media? Um, very powerful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. Cool. So um, how, since, I mean, we're kind of here to talk about digital wellness and social media and like the movement that you're involved in. And we'll get to safe with we in a second, but I kind of want to know what it was like for you and your personal experience um, growing up with technology? Like, was that something you always had, like, very easy access to when you were growing up? So I am obviously a member of Gen Z. So access to technology is something that I've grown up with um, my whole life. In school, we had a class, like, um, computer lab was, like, an actual class that we would go into, like, a shared computer room before like everybody had their own laptops um and we would all um like I live in the bay area and it's very like tech focused here and Mm -hmm. I learned how to like I mean obviously very rudimentary elementary school level but like we did like coding programs at my public school um not like difficult code like moving blocks to create code but um so I kind of was very familiar with technology. I grew up learning how to type just when I learned how to write with my, you know, pencil. So in that sense, it's always been um, a part of my youth, a part of my upbringing. But I would say that in comparison to my peers, I grew up with less um, social media than others because I did not get a cell phone until I went to high school. And I know a lot of my friends, um, a lot of kids, Um, Now they get phones well into their elementary school years. Um, So I didn't have a phone until I went to high school. 
Um, so I didn't have any kind of social media until I went to high school. Yeah. And I really appreciated not having um, that kind of pressure on my youth. And I really mm-hmm. enjoyed my time, you know, face to face with friends. It encouraged me to make lots of interpersonal connections and something that I totally value now. Yeah. Okay. Now that's okay. Um, when you were, so if you're like middle school age, did, did you have a lot of friends who were like, oh, I'm on like Instagram and everything like that? Like, was that pretty prominent for you? Um, I kind of, I don't know if this is just my school, but mm-hmm. a lot of kids had all of their social media accounts, but the prevalent use was for Snapchat in middle oh, school. Okay. Kids didn't really use their Instagrams very much in middle school, um, but in high school, obviously, a lot of Instagram and Snapchat. Okay. Now, did you ever feel like the FOMO side of like not being on Snap with everyone or were you like, no, I'm okay without it? Um, I only felt FOMO probably my eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, before that, my, I went to a really small school. There were about 35 kids in my entire grade. Oh, and it was, it's a public school, but it just happened to be really small. Okay. Um, and so the community was very tight knit. I had very close friends and we would hang out after school every single day. So to me, it wasn't like I was missing the social element of, you know, something that, that social media does provide is that connectivity. But I did feel that my eighth grade year, my best friend moved away and it's, and that's kind of when I really realized the power in social media and the way that it's able to make you feel um, connected to people who aren't close to you. That was something that, that I really, I felt like I needed. Yeah. Okay, cool. There, there are ways to use social media where it's like beneficial and helpful and it's Mm -hmm. not all bad. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Thank you. Um, So what would you say sparked your interest in like the digital well-being and mental health movement? Like, how did you get here? Okay, well, to just jump off of what you just said, Mm -hmm. one of the main reasons why I'm in the digital well-being and social media kind of space is because I, I disliked the way it was that social media was being talked about Mm -hmm. um, in like my space. Like you just said, like bringing up something good about social media is what I'm here to do. I think social media is so powerful. I think it's a great tool. And I very much, you know, even starting in middle school when I didn't even have social media, I really disliked the negative connotation and a lot of the intent, you know, that was shared about social media. I think that just like many other things we use in our daily life, it's a tool and you can overuse it um, to its detriment. But I think that at its base, it is something super, super helpful um, and very necessary. So I've always kind of felt like that. And in middle school, I had a presentation um, from my digital tattoo, which is a nonprofit that, you know, like you mentioned, is focused on um, the permanence of online footprint. So mm-hmm. they came and gave a speech at my at my middle school, um, two ladies, and it was one, you know, those in-class 
presentations and like everyone's nodding off and like no one's paying attention and for me it was the opposite like it was the first time when I heard a presentation like that that I was intrigued I thought it was interesting it was engaging and they didn't talk about social media in a negative light a lot of times you know my parents are guilty of this just being anti instead of actually teaching and, you know, about social media and letting the users make, you know, smart decisions for their own lifestyle. That's what I'm most adamant about is just instead of telling people what to think about social media and saying, right. you know, trying to limit time on social media, that the the goal should be to educate and then let the users make educated decisions. Right. Um, so when I, when I heard that presentation from, from my digital tattoo, it was eye-opening and I I knew I wanted to be a part of it. So I approached um, the two ladies who are leading the presentation after. And I was like, I really liked your speech. I thought it was great. And, you know, it's something that I'm passionate about. And then they welcomed me to their middle school advisory board. Mm. Um, and so basically one of the reasons why that presentation was so engaging is that unlike a lot of presentations given by adults about children's use, it mm-hmm. was actually very connected. It was on point it was contemporary all of the mentions of games and stuff that they were talking about in social media use it was all exactly what me and my friends were doing at that time it wasn't Mm -hmm. like from 10 years ago where it's like Facebook and you know it felt very on the nose and I didn't know why at the time but then I got added to this um, middle school advisory board and I realized that behind the scenes are a bunch of kids who were actually you know influencing these lessons that were going out oh. to schools and parents. Um, so it's really the kids behind the scenes on these advisory boards right. that were making it so impactful. Yeah. So I became a part of my digital tattoo, I think in sixth grade. And I have been a member ever since I've moved okay. up to the high school advisory board. And during COVID, um, we started a podcast media in the middle and that's available on all platforms. So I'm very familiar with the podcast um, aspect yeah. and I would tune in um, every Sunday. I would lead meetings. Um, a lot of what we talked about was um, COVID related social media use because obviously being online is a, just a huge, huge shift. And it mm-hmm. put a lot more importance and pressure on our use of social media, especially as a way to build social connection. Right. Yeah. That's kind of my introduction. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So then how long have you been in the space now? If you started sixth grade? Um, Six years. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. So you are an expert. (laughs) (laughs) I've just been here a while. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay, cool. And you know, I will link in the show notes below your podcast too, yeah. just so that oh, the listeners great. can yeah. tune in and, and take a yeah. listen. Cause interesting topics. yeah, absolutely. Great. So then how did you first get connected with lookup as an innovator? Um, so my sister was a member of lookup and she spoke at the Y for Y summit last okay. year. Okay. Um, she is more in the, um, advocacy and, like political uses of social media. That's kind of what she was advocating for at the Y4Y Summit last year. And then we saw this opportunity come up, um, this grant opportunity, the female grant. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was introduced to it, um, you know, through Aiden and through her connections with Lookup. And I was talking to Aiden. I was like, Aiden, I have a great idea. 
Like we need to start an online community to solve a bunch of problems associated with my um, school experience and school coverage um, in high school of Mm -hmm. social media, which we can get into more when I talk about Safe With We, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's actually in connection with a program at Woodside High School, which is where I attend school. So Aiden and I were like, okay, let's just apply. So we applied for the grant. Um, We got it. And I've kind of taken the reins on it and I've just ran with it ever since. Nice. Yeah. It's incredible too. Like, cause I mean, I've been a part of your journey with look up too. I've, whenever something happens, I like see like the updates and, you know, like <laughs> yeah. we have all of that. And I'm just, I read and I'm like, wow, this is amazing that now there's this space for like students to come and be like, Hey, this is what I'm feeling like anybody else. And you have this like form of connection because to the, to the previous point, like social media connects and bonds in a way that is really helpful and beneficial. So I'm so glad that you're working to like create the space for us. And I feel, I say us, and I know I'm not like a high schooler, but I would totally have used something like that growing up. And I wish I would have had that. So I'm just like, Oh, thank you for doing the work. I love that. (laughs) That's so great to hear. Yeah. That's, that's definitely the goal. Yeah. So then where did this idea come from, Safe With We? Yeah. So my freshman year of high school, we have a program called Freshman Transition. It's exactly what it sounds like. Um, About two classes get pulled into kind of a seminar type um, community organization. And we have lessons about things that are helpful to high school life and beyond For example, there was a lesson about relationships and what it means to be in a healthy relationship and obviously one on social media, what it means to use social media, how can it be used to your benefit in high school. So basically this great program exists um, and I did it my freshman year. I thought it was great, but a lot of flaws, um, things that could be improved. And then this year I took a management like leadership role. We call them chief leaders. Basically, I'm the teacher of the peer teachers. So, um, yeah, so it's been a program that I've cared a lot about. I think it's a great tool and a great space. You have access to a lot of students who, who are in like a very crucial part of their high school lives. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a great time to introduce them to a lot of things that, you know, a lot of life skills that, that you need and things I wish I had known when I was a freshman, things like that. So I've been pretty passionate about the program for a long time, um, but I still noticed that there's a lot missing. The program itself, kind of like how I mentioned that my digital tattoo was so engaging and fun, and it was the reason that I got into this space. I feel like that is what freshman transition was lacking. It was lacking that very, you know, exciting, fun, interactive element that Mm -hmm. made the learning impactful. So, um, you know, when I saw this grant come up, I was like, okay, I've got two things on my plate right now. I want to create a community, um, online, a space that that gave other students, the kind of outlet for social media and conversation that I had through my digital tattoo. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, there are only 20 kids on the, my digital tattoo panel. And I realized that, that having, an outlet for me to talk about my interactions with social media and how it was affecting me and just being able to to hear other people's experiences with social media helped me navigate the space myself mm-hmm. um but like only 20 kids got that benefit right. so right. i wanted to 
to make a space that other people could could have this social media conversation that benefited me so much. So I have that on one side, and then on the other side, I'm a part of this program that I I really care about, but lacking in students out with at high school. So this grant kind of posed the perfect opportunity to meld those together. So Safe with We is first and foremost an online community. Um, for that social media conversation. And it's more of a community aspect and that you can log in, you make your own account, you're able to connect with other users. Um, it has a forum aspect, kind of like Reddit, but for teens um, and, and social media focused. Okay. Um, so you can have that conversation, you can answer others' questions, you can look at posts, some of which will be um, written by college students, some will be written by, we're looking into getting some professional opinions, especially on um, the pressing like mental health and social media questions, mm-hmm. um, but also to have an aspect um, of in-person. So that is where oh. freshman transition comes in. They're okay. kind of working as our pilot. We're taking, um, and when I say we, I mean my team of eight, um, what's that high school students, um, my sister obviously is more uh, is working as kind of an advisor for this project now that she's in college, and then obviously the the great Black Rock and Look Up team that work as mentors with us. So kind of all coming together, like fifteen people working um, all together. We are making lesson plans. We're connecting with other Look Up innovators mm-hmm. to get you know because something that's been great is that I have access to an audience and a lot of other lookup projects have products like they have Mm -hmm. great documentaries and content and information it's social media focused it's prevalent and it needs to be shared like we have you know that has been the most beneficial thing about being connected with lookup Mm -hmm. Um, being a lookup innovator has included me in this community of other young people doing amazing things in this space and it's just been so great especially because I know a lot of people um, in lookup are looking to share what they've created and I'm looking for things to share so it's going to just work out perfectly we're going to try and connect with innovators and in uh, that way we're going to be able to bring that youth voice something that's new something that's fresh that our freshmen are going to really respond well to hopefully. So kind of that, that's the idea to also totally revamp this pre-existing in school um, program to be something that that's actually impactful. Yeah. Nice. So then with that, um, are you hoping to like make this expand further past Woodside? Yeah. So, um, Safe with we, I kind of only covered two aspects of it, the forum aspect, um, but we're also going to, and like the community aspect, but obviously our our in-person pilot through freshman transition at Woodside High School is based on like lesson plans. And so we're going to go really into depth, creating presentations, games, interactive elements, links to videos and documentaries from that lookup community as well as, you know, script type things for, for peer leaders to, to lead the presentations and lead those conversations with the freshmen. Mm -hmm. Um, And all of that will be posted on the website so that other, other schools 
yeah. can implement a similar program in their own schools. And also to, to have all of these resources that I've been given access to in right. one place in a okay. way that's organized, easy, implementable on all that. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking at the Y for Y Summit this mm-hmm. year um, yeah. as a speaker. So that's going to be a great time for me to share what we've created with uh, Safe with We. And also there's going to be a lot of people there who are interested in the social media space and hopefully show them that there are resources out there that they can then go and implement into their own communities. So hopefully that is a good, like, you know, sales avenue for (laughs) for the program. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that you're going to be speaking at the summit this year too, because like, it's like a sneak peek for us. It's like, you know, if you want to hear more, like more conversation about what we're talking about, like attend the summit because there's going to be so many people with such different like perspectives and ideas and thoughts and practices that really like, if you, if you're talking about resources, this is going to be the biggest resource and it's like the biggest place to network too. So you can find that community and like connect with everyone. And I'm so glad that you're going to be there because this is what you're doing. Like you're doing this already. So do it more, please. Like (laughs) we need more of this. So network is is truly the difference. That's what, that's what we hope to create. You know, I've been super blessed to be in a social media network. That's been really strong Mm -hmm. ever since before I even had access to social media. And so, you know, as I've grown with social media, my knowledge of it, how to utilize it, how to manage it, how to manage my own time on social media has Mm -hmm they've gone hand in hand and to be able to provide that for other students is ultimately the goal. Absolutely. So then can I ask you, what are your like favorite practices that you use for yourself when you're using technology in a more healthy way, when you're trying to have that like digital wellness intention? Yeah. Um, I think for me, something that's very important is the way that we discuss social media. I kind of Mm. already mentioned this, like it's one of the reasons why I got into it, but this has been a longstanding conversation with my parents um, is like, how do they help me manage my social media use? Mm. Um, And I'm a strong advocate for, for the youth to be managing their own social media use. And my parents know that Um, we've talked about it a lot. Um, It kind of started out when I got my phone um, to limit my, my time. And as I've grown, I've learned that instead of limiting the amount of time you spend on social media, what is more important is how you use that time. Like the, the time that you spend mindlessly scrolling is different than the time that you spend connecting. And to be able to understand the difference between that mm-hmm. is important um, to make that call for yourself, whatever is right for you, for your lifestyle, for, you know, maybe you have a lot of people who are, who are far away, but limiting the time I think is not the most beneficial way to manage social media. And I, I see that a lot. I even, you know, have tried it myself during COVID. My screen time was super high um, just by default because mm-hmm. I had to be on a screen um, to just live my day. Yeah. But um, so I would set like screen time reminders on my iPhone to like mm-hmm. tell me when I've been on an app for too long. Yeah. And it felt just so negative to me to look at that, to feel like I wasted my day um, on social media. I feel like that's a very common way that people talk about their social media use. Mm-hmm. Like that was wasted time. I should have done right. something else with that time. 
And I don't, I don't think people realize that how important it is to be, um, you know, obviously not everyone needs to use social media, but especially in that time, COVID for me, using social media and, you know, that wasn't wasted time. Right. There were aspects of that that helped me stay connected, that helped me make friendships to even do my schoolwork, you know, read the news. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of time that we spend on our phones that's productive that actually needs to be done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like that, you know, social media, it it does keep you connected to like the trends and what's current and what are the opinions here? And should we feel this way? Because, you know, like it, like not, I'm not promoting like comparison culture, but what I'm saying is I think there's a, like, it's easy it's easier to take the temperature of like, okay, well, what's going on? And then where do we go from here? And it like, it just kind of keeps you connected to the world where you're like, okay, now let's move forward. Let's, let's get better. Let's do this. Or, you know, you're just kind of tuned in and dialed in. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really, especially politically. Oh yeah. A a focus Mm -hmm. of um, the podcast media in the middle. Okay. How does social media help, especially teens, understand what's going on in other parts of the world because that is something that's really beautiful about social media Mm -hmm. and about internet use is that we can understand what's going on in places that we don't live in and it gives you just so much perspective Mm -hmm. on what's going on in your area um, to be able to to hear and comment on things that that are helping happening elsewhere but obviously it's important to to meter social media in your social media use. And, you know, as I've mentioned before, I don't personally think that the right way to do that is time, but there, there are ways to manage your social media use so that it's beneficial to you and beneficial to your lifestyle. And I think that's different for everyone. And that to me is, is why I'm in the social media space. Like it's the message needs to be individual. It cannot be, everybody needs to spend an hour and, and that's what people get to spend. Otherwise you're wasting your day. Right. That shouldn't be the message. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting to go through COVID um, and, and be using social media, especially in the political sphere, mm-hmm. misinformation mm-hmm. and, and all of that. So yeah. being able to, to learn how to meter and learn how to, like you said, um, you know, fight comparison culture and to seek um, multiple sources for things. Mm-hmm. These are things that can be taught. And yeah. that's what Safe With We is doing is going in at an impressionable age and saying, not don't use social media, right. but instead, like if you're using social media, which is super helpful and it's a great tool, here's what you can be doing to make sure that you don't fall into, you know, a tunnel vision for political, mm-hmm. um, political use or comparison culture or, you know, negative and edited body image that, you know, practicing healthy in-person practices of self-love and things like that, while Mm -hmm. still being able to utilize a tool that ultimately is going to impact almost every career that, that kids could have at this time. Like you can't not understand how to use the internet. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. And there is that digital literacy that is really important to have. So I'm glad that you're kind of teaching that aspect because it's, it's really important. Um, so if I know you kind of you, like, this might feel a little redundant, but, but like among you and your like close friend group, if there is anything that you could change about social media 
and like the tech overuse side of it, what would you, what would you want to change? Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up. So actually this past month, um, I went, I, we meet with our lookup mentors and they give us a lot of insight on like things that we can incorporate into our, our creations. So something that we're adding to save with, we is an advocacy page because there's a lot of parts of social media that, that can be altered to benefit the user. And that should ultimately be the focus. Um, these products shouldn't be, um, used to the creator's benefit. They should be for the users and, and, you know, my focus and our focus at Safe with We is the benefit of teenagers. Um, so there, there is a super interesting and multidimensional conversation about social media overuse mm-hmm. um, and its addictive nature. Yeah. And that's something that I've been introduced to through Lookup, which has been super helpful. And there are definitely important things, you know, steps that can be taken at the company level to help to help kids not uh, fall into like a social media trap. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's different for everyone, but there can be steps that can be taken to, you know, overall, like at a more global level to just make that starting point easier right. for, for users. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's something that I'm seeking out my own education on this the subject because it's really interesting. It's been something I've been so anti for like my whole social media <laughs> um, mental health focus. It's, Mm -hmm. I've always been very anti metering. Um, but I, I do totally understand that there's a time and a place where it is necessary Mm -hmm. and it's, it's needed, especially for the youth side. And, and I've been able to see other lookup innovators take that space, really, really understand it Mm -hmm. and create something from it that teaches and educates. That's super helpful. So I just saw um, another innovator create a documentary. Um, I, oh my gosh, I'm totally forgetting. Um, I I'll have to look it up, but their tagline was like social media for, and then it was like a line and you wrote like me, my brother, my sister. Oh yeah. So that was the, yeah, that was, um, technically politics and it's the design it for us because they're actually supporting AB 2273. So, and, and honestly, like the movement is still going and like, I will link that in the show notes below too. If you want to like be involved and like sign the petition and like take a photo saying like design social media for whoever, like, and you can, so so that, you know, that's an example, but Mm -hmm. I met with a bunch of other lookup innovators and things like that, like technically politics, giving avenues for bigger changes in the industry is super helpful and something that you know, I want to learn more about and that I also have an opportunity to share with a bunch of other youth, you know, right. who, who are at the perfect age to sign petitions and mm-hmm. to make change for things in the social media world that they care about. So to have that as a page on our website for anyone to click on these multitude of resources mm-hmm. and, and have, have access to, to have an impact in things that they care about in the social media world as well. Yeah. Um, and to share those in person as just ways to give a multifaceted view of social media, not just what I think about right. it, but, but also just to give a well-rounded, you know, view of the whole space for people to make their own choice. Yeah. Nice. I'm so glad that, that you're 
working in this space and that you're creating like all of these different facets for safe mm-hmm. with we it's it's incredible so what do you like for like the end ultimate goal what is like the end goal perfect vision for safe with we so the perfect vision is it's kind of like a gigantic website community I okay. want users to be connected to it. They, um, we want them to log in. We want them to feel like they're, um, a part of the website itself, that they are commenting on other users posts, um, and creations that they're clicking on the links that we're posting. They're signing those petitions. If that's something that they think that they're in support of, they're getting resources, they're getting information about, you know, up and coming social media related, you know, information, political movements, They're also seeing advice from other peers. They're seeing advice from older sibling type college students who can comment on things that they wish they had known when they were at this time and this, you know, year of their use of social media and to give other students the opportunity to have a social media, a productive, helpful, inclusive um, conversation, uh, just a place for them to discuss what they think about social media, because being on podcasts, it helps, you know, and being in my digital tattoo and attending lookup events, it helps me to, you know, realize what I think about social media, just talking through it and understanding different sides of it, reading what other people are doing, reading what's going on um, in the news and being able to have somewhere to talk about it. That is productive. Yeah. It's not in your home um, or with, a school administrator who, you know, isn't supportive of it. It Mm -hmm. needs to be a safe space to, to be able to understand all of it, all of social media's components and and come to your own conclusions Mm -hmm. and to have um, resources for other schools to implement this same kind of positive education um, for themselves. I love this vision. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So are you, I know this is probably like taken up a lot of your time and effort for safe with we because you're like working on all of these things mm-hmm. but I have to ask because I want to just make sure that we're continuing to support our innovators and everyone who's involved with lookup but is there anything else that you're doing that you want to like shout out and like plug in I think mostly my focus is I still meet with my digital tattoo monthly okay um to be a teen advisory member um Sundays we do our podcast um, media in the middle. Obviously, we're launching Safe with We, so that's kind of an an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Every month, we do those in person lessons, and then I've just kind of been living my high school life on the yeah. side. I'm yeah. just got named varsity water polo captain, so that's kind of how I'm connected in my school. Oh my gosh! Uh, congratulations! Thank you. That's thank amazing. You. And, you know, that's been so great for me because I am able to hang out with a bunch of freshmen, juniors mm-hmm. and seniors, like, you know, connecting in, in places that that have a multitude of ages, I think is really, really helpful. And I love giving advice. Oh, I can talk for forever. I'm sure I, I rambled <laughs> on in this podcast a Not lot. Not at all. No. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, but yeah, so I, I find myself just talking to the freshmen and giving them advice in classes. And, and I, I love doing that. I, mm-hmm. I love talking to people about my experiences and, 
And that's kind of, you know, why, why I choose to put myself um, in these positions to, to help people right. um, and to share what I think and also to hear what other people's experiences have been like. I am so excited for the summit because yeah. like I recently interviewed Anastasia and speaking with her, I was like, whoa, that's, I never thought of it that way. And speaking with you, I'm like, oh, Morgan has a different view. And like, there's yeah. an approach there that I didn't think about before. Like, yeah, you should kind of watch your social media, but don't like put so much pressure on like how many hours you've spent that that's lost. Because if you're being mm-hmm. intentional with that time, exactly. you didn't lose anything you gained. So I just can't wait to hear what else you're going to say. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm so well, glad I, you're doing I hope, I hope so, that even though my opinion's pretty strong, um, that safe with, we will be, will be really open and it will give multi, um, opinions and it won't be any kind of tunnel vision of what I believe that it will be shared um you know from all those other that diverse lookup community Mm -hmm. as well as you know my other team members who are helping me create these lessons to have their own viewpoints and to be able to have an avenue for for everything for people to go look at it and get their own their own choice Morgan Thank you so, so much for being here with us. And thank you to all of our listeners. We will catch you in the next episode. 